Before we begin, if you like what you hear on the Tin and J-Man Show, don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, and go ahead and click subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We encourage you to interact with us and keep up to date with the TNJ Man Show on social media by liking our Facebook page and following us on Twitter and Instagram at TNJ Man Show. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of the TNJ Man Show with your hosts, Tanner Lee and Josh the J Man Munt. We are back at it live on the ISC Sports Network, live from the Tan and J-Man Show studio. How you doing tonight there, T-Dog? Not too bad. Not too bad. I'm really Not too shabby. Ready huh? for more sports to start coming back. Yeah, uh, talking about this for three months now. It's getting difficult to stay positive in this sane mental state. And uh, yes. like we were talking before we got on air, uh, Twitterverse can be pretty toxic at times. Social media during bad times isn't very fun to be on. No, and it's, I mean, I found myself the other day almost deactivating my personal Twitter, but I decided to, you know, just stay on there and just scroll past the negativity, I guess. Or you could just stay off of it. That's hard for me to do because I, like to, to uh, I like to keep updated with what's going on. That's how I stay. isn't a whole lot right now. Well, sports-wise, current a lot right now, but a lot going on in the world, as, as everybody yes. knows. The Tan and J-Man Show is brought to you by The Damn Landing. Whether you want an epic burger, hand-tossed pizza, hand-breaded tenderloin, seafood, craft beer, or a handcrafted cocktail, The Damn Landing is the place to be. The Damn is a bar and grill located on beautiful Lake Manitou that focuses on freshness and quality. The Damn Smoke is back. It had uh, had a little bit of a hiatus because of their... Uh, the meat shortage. The meat supplier. Um, but they are fully stocked now. It will be available on weekends featuring barbecue and steaks. In addition, you can wash it down with one of their 16 beers on tap, including a constant rotation of today's best microbrews and domestic flavors or a handcrafted cocktail made using fresh ingredients. Take in the fantastic views of Lake Manitou their beer garden or outdoor bar area, whether it be boats or wheels, the Dam Landing is the place to be located at 1305 Ewing Road in Rochester. Their number is 574-223-8950. Good read, J-Man. Did you hear that motorcycle uh, fly by? <laughs> I did. There's not much I can do about that. No. So could go out there and yell at him. Yeah, by the time I ran upstairs with my blazing Usain Bolt speed, I still wouldn't be able to. They should him. know this is a television studio down here, and we are live on TV, and you're screwing up our audio. We're pros. The show must go on. Yeah. Nothing phases well, us. Well, I kind of had to make a note of it. You ready for some birdie bogey? Let's hear it. I'm nervous. It's an MLB question. That doesn't make me feel any better. It's simple. Who's the last MLB pitcher to throw no hitter? <laughs> I don't even have an answer. Don't even have an answer. <laughs> you get a whole hour to think about That's it. That's just great. But I have two follow-up questions off that I'll give you right now so you can build some confidence. Last MLB pitcher. I know one of these no you'll letter. get, right? I'm not sure about the other one. But one of them, the Cubs have only had one pitcher throw no hitter against them since Sandy Koufax in 1965. Who was that? You want me to answer now? Yes. Cole Hamels. What year? 2015. Yes. I knew you'd get that one. July of something. Who's the youngest player to hit 500 home runs? Youngest? Or at the time when he hit his 500th. It's got to be Griffey, doesn't it? Nope. It's not Griffey. Alex Rodriguez. Oh. 32 years and eight months. He, He came up when he was like 18 or 19, too. I, how old was he? 32 years, 8 months. I wonder 
Um, Mike Trout turns 29 this year. I wonder if he could get there before 32 years old. Of course, we're going to have a shortened season. He is He's at 285, so he'd need 215 more. That's eh, probably not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. Probably not going to happen. But you can think about the birdie bogey question. Who was the last MLB pitcher to throw no hitter? You got quite a while to think about it. Yes. So. Birdie Bogey is brought to you by Noble Gnome LLC, fresh, locally grown, nutrient-dense produce from Bryce and Katie Romine of Mintone, Indiana. Like them on Facebook, follow them on Instagram, and check out their website, noblegnomellc.com. Um, they were at the Kosciuszko County Farmer's Market over the weekend where they had lettuce heads, salad mix, radishes, carrots, kale, rhubarb, and asparagus. I know they have cucumbers as well, and they start growing strawberries, correct? Yep. Yep. And tomatoes, I think, too, or? You know just as much, not more than I do. I don't know if they are. Because it's your read tomatoes. every week, so you've been keeping up. I apologize. But anyways, you can always get your veggies. <laughs> that, that wasn't as smooth as a transaction. That was my fault. I, I you know, if you I, wouldn't have said anything, I probably would have forgot to do it this well, week. Well, okay, so, so I kind of helped, I You guess. helped out immensely. Are you ready to get educated? I'm really excited for this week's. Why? Uh, I don't know. Just you feel like it's going to be a good one? Yeah, and I feel like we d- aren't sure what we're going to be talking about tonight yet still. Oh, so. I'll stretch this out if you want me to. 1874, the game of lawn tennis was introduced, which to my understanding, it was the first version of tennis, but does not have like walls around it. I was going to say, it, it, it was, was a, just like out a, in an a open, version of badminton? It was just out in an open field. You ever play badminton? Oh, yeah. Yeah, like actual badminton, not just hitting it back and forth, like... Yeah, play the net and everything. Yeah, okay. Shuttlecock, wasn't that? Isn't that what the thing's called? Or I thought it was a birdie, the little thing you hit. I thought that was called a birdie. I'm scared to Google that word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, I was thinking that's what the actual thing was. I'll called. look it up. Um, anyway, 1889, the Louisville Colonels set Major League Baseball record with their 26th straight loss. It's not good. It's a bad. That is a. Uh, it's a bad. Uh, it is. Shuttlecock. You're right. I thought it was a birdie. J-Man. I think they call it a birdie just because mm. it's a lot shorter than that um, word. Uh, so most common forms of the game are singles, one player on each side, and doubles, two players each side. It's not fun. <laughs> I don't enjoy it. I don't mind it. But. <laughs> 1918, the U.S. National Championship women's tennis was played in Forest Hills, New York. Who won? <laughs> I have no guess. <laughs> Mala Bjerstad beats Eleanor Goss, 6'4", 6'3", for her fourth consecutive... Can't say I've ever heard of either woman. ...U.S. singles title. 1921, Pavo Nermi runs world record 10,000 meter in third... Is that 30 minutes? <laughs> or 30 hours. <laughs> I don't know. What What was his nickname? The Flying Finn. <laughs> I had nothing coming to me. Uh, let's see here. 1930... Well, Lou Gehrig hit three homers in a game, while Babe Ruth hit three in the doubleheader. That's a lot of homers for. That's a games. pitcher's nightmare, isn't it? See them back to back. Murder's row. row. Yeah. Um, 1937, Joe Lewis KOs James J. Braddock in 18 for his first heavyweight boxing title in significant moment in African American sporting history. He's a pretty good boxer. Yeah. Um, and not a whole lot here. Man, I thought there'd be a lot of U.S. Open. No. 
Well, because yesterday should have been the Sunday of the U.S. Open. It was pretty depressing. 1958 game in Kansas City between the A's and the Red Sox delayed 29 minutes due to tornado. Hmm. Game in KC. That's weird. They're playing KC. Maybe the A's played in Kansas City then. I thought they were Philadelphia then. I did too. Said game in KC. Maybe that's just wrong, and they have the wrong teams. Um. San Diego Padres pitcher on this day in 1976, Randy Jones, tied a record of 68 innings without a walk. It's a pretty good streak there. Some accuracy. Yeah. 1979, Larry Holmes, TKO's Mike Weaver in 12 for heavyweight boxing. I'd say I've ever heard of either one of them. Ever heard of Larry Holmes? Nope. Man. Okay, Mr. <laughs> boxer Expert. <laughs> Uh, now this is a good one. 1981, John McEnroe's famous "You cannot be serious" rant came in first round win over Tom Gullickson at Wimbledon. Good old Johnny Mac. 1982, Peter Rose gets his 3,772nd hit, um, who moved past who into second place all time. Ooh. I, dude, I don't even have a guess. I believe it's Hank Aaron. All it says is Aaron. I assume it's Hank. It, it is Hank Aaron. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't have. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm not. Not good with the guesses. Tonight. I didn't know Aaron had that many hits. I didn't either. He did play quite a while. I just hit a lot of home runs. Um, this is a good move for the Atlanta Braves in 1990. They replaced manager Russ Nixon with their general manager Bobby Cox. Bobby Cox. Yeah. Yeah. Good move. 1991 NHL draft, Oshawa Generals center, Eric Lindros, first pick by the Quebec Nordiques. I remember Lindros played for the Flyers and the uh, Maple Leafs and the Nordiques, huh? So he could have been a part of the Avs if he stayed there. Is that where they were originally? Yeah. Won the cup uh, first year they moved to Colorado. 1993, New York met Anthony Young, ties record of 23rd straight loss. Oh, my. Um, I believe he has. I believe he was a Cub at one time. I could be way off. That's on not that. a. That's not a record you want to be remembered Anthony, for. I'm pretty sure he passed away. Um, yeah, he died two, three years ago. He he was a Cub for two years in '94 and '95. How did he keep getting he, a job? Well, pitcher wins. I have been on record saying there it's the worst, stupidest thing ever. Uh, but he went one in sixteen. In 1993, but his ERA was 3.77. Yeah, yeah that's not so he's awful. solid. That's not awful for that record. The year before, he was two and 14 with a 4.17. Um, so he wasn't terrible. I want to see how bad those Mets teams were. The 93 Mets went 59 and 103. Meet the Mets. <laughs> the 92 Mets went 72 and 90, so they weren't as bad. They have a song about them, and they're not very good. 1994, who won the NBA championship? Rockets. They went back-to-back without Jordan. Tanner gets a birdie. Elijah, I'm assuming, was MVP. Um, it does not say, let's but see, there is a picture of Hakeem. 93-94, they beat the Magic. 94-95, they beat the Knicks. This is when they beat the Knicks. So okay. this would have been. You sure? About, well, unless this is wrong, because it says 1994, they beat the Knicks. Maybe I got them mixed up, but yeah, I thought the. We'll I thought the okay. Yeah. This, uh. Website has been known to no. I think I think the Knicks were before the Magic. Now that I think about astray. it, um, <clears throat> two thousand two. This is some sad news. It's not actually on here, but uh, Daryl Kyle passed away on this day. Oh yes, two thousand. Cardinals were to play the Cubs that day at yes. Wrigley. 
I remember it's a good one. I remember Joe Girardi um, having to address the crowd. And he could barely get through it. Sad day. Rochester native, uh, PGA Tour player Chris Smith was supposed to have, eat dinner with Daryl Kyle after the game. He was pretty close to him. So somebody came up and gave him the news, too, from the Cardinals sad, organization. <clears throat> 2009, who won the U.S. Open? 2009? Yes. Oh, boy. Tiger won in 08. Can you, can you give me the golf course? Beth Page State Park. Oh, Lucas Glover. Lucas Glover. Yep. Only major titles. Phil Mickelson was in contention. So was David Duvall. David Duvall and uh, Ricky Barnes. And Ricky Barnes. Yep. He's, <laughs> yep. Forgot about him. Yep. 2014 U.S. Open Women's Golf. Who won that one? Uh, 2014. Go Lauren Ochoa. Michelle Wee <sighs> beat Stacey Lewis. How about that? She, she didn't win too many majors. She just had a baby over the weekend. I saw her husband on the yeah. tweeter. Who was the number one overall pick in the 2017 NBA draft on this day? Oh, crud. 17. Oh, man. Um, Zion. I don't, remember. I don't even remember who had to pick. This fella is no longer with the team he was with. Yeah. Um, give me the team who picked first. 76ers. Oh, it was uh, the kid who can't shoot. Yeah. Um, Foles. <laughs> Mark Markel Foles. Yeah, Foles. Yeah, that's terrible. Guy who can't shoot. Yeah, he got wow. the gifts. I, I totally the forgot he was the first pick. I'm so bad with NBA oh, draft. Oh, I'm real bad. <laughs> what was the trivia? Was it last week? It wasn't last week. It was a few weeks ago. Two weeks ago. And the trivia question. With about Duke with and the Kentucky. the number one overall mm-hmm. picks. And I got like three uh, out of the yeah, six. It's... Yep. That was tough. Who's that sponsored by there, T-Dog? Oh, you're done? Didn't know you were done. That was sorry. It. sorry. I wasn't clear. Yes, the uh, On This Day segment is brought to you by, like it is every week, Pro Forma Print House. If you're looking for a trustworthy, dependable resource for your next trade show, company, picnic, or sales meeting, Pro Forma Print House has over 50 years combined experience in promotional products and commercial print. They strive for fast and efficient response to all your print needs. You need to look no further. Let them be your one-source print and promotional company, and you can give them a call at 574 574- Two one zero three eight one five. Nito. Baseball news came out today. Uh, the players' union. Um, yeah, just within the last hour, right? With yeah, within the last hour, um, was voting on the proposed. The proposal the owners and Manfred sent out a sixty games fully prorated. In a vote of 33-5, to five, it was rejected. Of the five votes, the Cubs were one of the teams who voted yes, as were the Rockies and the Marlins. So you can't talk bad about the Rockies three, anymore. Three um, of the five. But, man, after last week, about it was this day last week, <laughs> yeah. um, when all the players were tweeting, tell us when and where, yeah. when and where, when and where, come out and just completely, nah, we don't want to do that now. Um, I just don't think they want to play either. Yeah, that could be part of it. I mean, at this point, and I don't know. And they should want to play. Yeah. Um, I am now no longer on the player's side. I will never be on the owner's side, but I am extremely upset with both sides because, I mean, they had an opportunity. We've talked about this so much here the past month or so. They've had an opportunity to get things rolling, be the first sport to come back and they just are haggling over money and it is it is quite frankly disgusting and gross that they're doing this when people are losing their jobs um and so i'm 
upset, obviously, with the owners. I've ripped them quite a bit. Extremely upset with the players as well. Uh, here was the play, um, the statement from Major League Baseball Players Association. The MLBPA executive board met multiple times in recent days to assess the status of our efforts to resume the 2020 season. Earlier this evening, the full board reaffirmed the players' eagerness to return to work as soon and as safely as possible. To that end, we anticipate finalizing a comprehensive set of health and safety protocols with Major League Baseball in the coming days, and we await word from the league on the resumption of spring training, camps, and a proposed 2020 schedule. While we had hoped to reach a revised back-to-work agreement with the league, the players remain fully committed to proceeding under our current agreement and getting back on the field for the fans, for the game, and for each other. Um, So really, them saying no to this really doesn't mean that much because Bob Nightingale, who is a very unreliable source. I'll just throw that out there. Uh, said Commissioner Rob Manfred is scheduled to implement a 60-game season that will start July 29th. Um, no official announcement yet, but at the very least, we know what the heck's going on and what their plan is. Um, it's not going to be ideal for any of them, uh, but we'll just have to wait and see. I'm just ready for it to be over with. Heck, I'm ready for the season to be over with already. I'm just so sick <laughs> of everything. Started. Uh, hasn't even started. And uh, let's get this thing rolling, fellas. Yeah, I, I don't have too much to add on it. I mean, you know, and I've, I feel like a broken record. Keep repeating myself every week. But for a general baseball fan, I mean, at this point, I don't care. Uh, it's, it's bad to say that because I would watch because there's nothing on. But mm-hmm. – I just think both sides, like you mentioned, at this point are being a little greedy. and Absolutely. It's just ex- exhausting, really. It's like, oh, okay, it's, another proposal. How are they going to shoot this one down? It's been this way for six weeks now. Yeah. Same thing. Every week you feel optimistic, and then somebody has to go and just crap all over it, essentially. Yep. That's what's been happening, either the players or the owners. And, um, yeah, that's all I can really say about it. I'm just ready for it to be over. The season's already going to feel like a sham anyway. Yep. If it's even at 60 games, I mean, that's what – that's that's a th- that's a little more than a third of a season. But it's frustrating. You know, some of the big storylines that were playing out in the offseason, you're not going to see them come to fruition. Right. Like the Astros, they're going to get off easily – more easy than they would have, of course. Garrett Cole, you lose a whole year of him making his Yankees debut. Um Mike Trout, just watching him in his prime, you can lose that by a year. And Anthony Rendon's out there now, too. Yeah, um, just just things like that. We have, from the time everything was postponed or pushed back in early March, it has been almost as long as what it was from the time the Nationals won the World Series to the time pitchers and catchers were Wow. It's been the pretty much the exact yeah. same amount of time now. Yeah. Um, so we haven't had meaningful baseball and. Eight months? It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's... Get uh, it rolling. And uh, Major League Baseball, as we said, had a chance to be the first sport back, um, dominate the TV ratings, and now July 29th start date uh, would come a day before the NBA returns and the NHL's targeted postseason. Just a failure. Absolute failure by both sides. Um, And really, it's on the owners for having to go this far, but now I'm mad at the players as well, so... You know, there's only seven teams that have never won a World Series. Only seven? Mm-hmm. Mariners. Yep. I uh, think they are they might be the only ones never to make it. 
Yeah. I think so. Rangers. Yep. Tampa Bay Rays. Yep. There's three. Um, Brewers. Yep. Four. Oh, the, excuse me. There's only six. This this list hadn't been updated. Six. Four. So Nationals were obviously on that. And so were the There's Astros. Astros, yeah. So five? You've named the Rangers, Rays, Mariners, Brewers. So you're missing two. Missing two. Um, Padres. Yep. There's five. One more. One more. One more. Um, trying to think which teams haven't been around. Oh, Rockies. Yep. There you go. I knew you'd do that. You could get that. Birdie for. I, I honestly Jay. thought there was more than just one club who had never made it to a World Series. That's pretty surprising. Mariners are the only one. Mm-hmm. They've had some. Of course, they haven't been to the playoffs in oh, 19 years. Yeah, They're the Cleveland Browns of the MLB. <laughs> they are uh, supposedly supposed to be garbage again this year. If we, Who knows? I mean, they're, they're, they're so lucky, point. looking back, that they made the 95 AL CS. That saved that baseball for that city. Yeah, there's a whole about documentary they don't, about it. They don't get safe mm-hmm. go field. They, they're not around. Right. Ichiro probably even saved the franchise for a few more years. Oh, even yeah. though they weren't that great with just his... You know, everybody wanted to go watch each row play. Yeah, that was huge for them. Yeah. And they won 116 games in yep. 2001, then were put out by the Yankees. Yep. <coughs> so. Yeah, that, it's just wild to think. I mean, if that city didn't have them, they don't have the Sonics. They would just have the Seahawks. Yeah, and they have the Seattle Sounders. Uh, yes. They're, and, that's and, a big soccer state, I don't think too. they have a WNBA team anymore. Storm? Oh yeah, the storm. Yeah, they still do have them. Yeah, super. So. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So they have a few, but yeah. It, I'm telling you, I was there May two years ago, and um, they they pack. Um, is this CenturyLink? Yeah, for the uh, for soccer. Yeah, pack it. Yeah, Seattle Storm have been around since 2000. Okay. Sounds like they're still there. Yep. Got any more on the MLB? No. No? Done. I'm disgusted. Disgusted. What do you want to talk about next? Well, the ESPYs were last night. Did you watch any of it? About 10 minutes. I watched zero seconds of it. (laughs) Um, It was completely different from what, I mean, you couldn't, you didn't really have any categories, did they? They just. Like um, I said, it was 10 minutes, and even during those 10 minutes, I wasn't paying as much attention as I probably should have. Who were the hosts? It was Russell Wilson, um, I think Megan Rapinoe, and Sue Bird. When I was watching it, was they were talking about Cassius Winston and a uh, college female basketball player and, and a bunch of oh, other the, athletes who lost their senior years. The Oregon senior basketball yes. player? Yeah, Sue Bird. Cause, yeah. Who uh, we just mentioned for yeah, the Seattle Megan sport. Rapinoe. I think those were the two. Uh, but I came up with a decade SP awards. Okay. A couple categories here. So uh, let's go through them. Let's do it. Team of the decade. A. It all all these teams won three championships exactly. San Francisco Giants. B. New England Patriots. Golden State Warriors. Chicago Blackhawks. Who is your team of the decade? That's a really good question. Give me the Warriors. <laughs> I agree with you as well. And they should have won four. Yeah. They should have beat Cleveland. They were up Absolutely. three games to one. They could have easily won five too. And look for them year. to rebuild because they're probably going to get they're going to get a top draft pick, if yep. not the top draff, draft draft pick. They're going to make back. a they're going to make a run at the Greek freak. 
Yeah. I mean, yeah. look, they're going to reload. Clay will be back. They're going to reload, yep. so. Moving on, male athlete of the decade have uh, about eight of them here. Okay. Uh, Tom Brady, Mike Trout, hmm? LeBron James, Steph Curry, Sidney Crosby, Usain Bolt, Michael Phelps, Novak Djokovic. All pretty worthy candidates. Is there one I'm forgetting that you are thinking of? No, the only golfer that comes to mind is Rory McIlroy, and he hasn't done much since 2014. Gotta be honest, I completely neglected to remember golf. (laughs) No, and that's fine because there isn't one. I mean, Rory dominated up until like 2014, then he stopped, and Spieth had a little run. He hasn't done anything in like three years. Kepka's had a little (laughs) run lately. Tigers, you know, won one huge tournament in that span. But uh, I, I was I was trying to get no, that's one funny. athlete um, from us each sport. And I man, completely forgot. This is a tough one. You could go in so many different directions. I mean, if Trout's team won a little more, I'd right. probably say him. He um, I favorited something on the Twitter last. I'm night. honestly gonna say Michael Phelps. Um, uh, when it comes to Michael yep. Phelps, about any conversation, I I give him a lot of respect. Players with at least a 300 average, 250 homers, 1,000 OPS, and 200 stolen bases during their first nine seasons. Only one player's done that, and that's Mike Trout. He just doesn't get – we've talked about this many times. He doesn't get recognition because his team's just not very good. Yep. And he plays on the West Coast. But I'm going to go with Michael Phelps. Michael I Phelps think the dude's is amazing. unbelievable. very good um, choice. Female athlete of the decade. I'm sorry to all you female fans. I could only come up with three. Um, Serena Williams. Katie Ledecky, Simone Biles. I'm trying to think if there's any others I can think of. I'm sure there are. I'm blanking, but uh, I'll go with Serena. Serena's a good choice. Simone Biles. I think they're all three good choices. Cleaned up. So, so did Katie Ledecky. Yeah, um, sure. Who was the – was it Missy Franklin was the phenom? Yeah, the real team tall swimmer. And swimmer then went to did, she went to Stanford. Stanford. Yeah. So did uh, Pat Forty's daughter won, like, Swimmer of the Year at Stanford yeah. this year. Wow. But I don't know if she really did anything lately. Like, she did that first Olympics I, she I, was in. I think it's because she was in college and she kind of yeah, – she didn't do the Olympic bit. thing, yeah. I don't think. Uh, <sighs> there's so many other great female athletes for yeah. some reason I just couldn't go. You know, on. that's one thing. I keep forgetting this was Olympic year. It was. And they pushed yeah. it back till next year. Hopefully we can have it next year. I don't know. Best moment of the decade. If you choose this wrong, I'm going to punch you in the throat. I'm going to choose it on purpose. Cubs break 108-year World Series drought. Eagles win their first Super Bowl. Tiger Woods winning the 2019 Masters. The decision from LeBron James. Abolishment of the BCS. I'm going to go with the Denver Broncos winning Super Bowl 50. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I will say it's the Cubs. Um, Tiger close second. I, I was going to say Tiger would be I a, think a lot real of people, close second. A lot of Non-Cub fans would say Tiger, but I'll say the Cubs because I'm not a big Tiger guy, and I know living around these areas how huge, impactful it was to many people. Most lists I saw had the Cubs. Yeah. 108 years. Number one, yeah. one. Best sports play. But, but those other ones were good on there, too. I mean, some of the yes. other ones. Is like, there any more? That the decision, I mean, that yeah. changed the landscape of the NBA. Um, um, so did the abolishment of the BCS as well. Sure. That's why I added that. For the better. Yeah, Absolutely. Uh, best sports play of the decade. Mm. I'm sure I'm completely missing some. I if you, if you mention one, I'm going to punch you in the face. <laughs> okay, you didn't put that one on there. Good. I'm probably, is, I have, is it the Flacco to... Uh, that, that one too, but I was talking more of Virginia. <laughs> oh, no, I wouldn't <laughs> think of that. LeBron James chased down block in that was 2000. Was that yeah. 16 finals? Yep. OBJ's Monday Night Football catch. 
Yeah, yeah. Malcolm Butler's game-winning interception. Should have ran the ball. Chris Jenkins' buzzer beater. That's the championship. The Auburn kick six. And the Minneapolis miracle. Those are all good ones. I'm trying to think if I... uh, Missing any, but I could not think of any. Um, yeah, I gotta go Chris Jenkins. I mean, yeah. that was the win the national championship at the yes. buzzer. That was unbelievable. I'm with you on that one. Um, I'm sure there's other plays. I can't think right now off the top of my head either. No, that that was one I didn't. I just kind of rattled off the top of my head. To be honest, when I got towards the end of this, I kind of got bored with it sure. and uh, gave a half effort to it. Could almost say uh, James Harrison's pick. Not one this decade. Never mind. That was an 09. That no. was 09? Okay. Yep. Yep. So I was thinking that was either 09 or 2010 was Saints Colts. Yeah. I can't think of any other ones. Any big, I can't think of any big baseball plays. Mario Manningham had a heck of a catch. Yeah, that was one that had been listed, but I already had a, the Patriots, had a couple of football ones yeah. on there already. Yeah. College basketball team of the decade. Villanova won two titles. Duke won two titles. UConn won two titles. Gonzaga, even though they didn't win a title. Man, it's a coin flip. Um, I'm going to go with Villanova. I like Jay Wright. I think he runs a classier program than Coach K at Duke. Uh, UConn, they've just kind of fell off real bad since then. Gonzaga's always in it. Mark Fee runs a good program, but I'm going to go with Villanova. I think this would have been the year Gonzaga won a national title, too. I think they were uh, conditioned to do that this year. They're always in the hunt. Um, if they don't get knocked out like in the first two rounds. Yes. One more game of the decade. I'm sure I'm missing another one. Game seven of the 2016 World Series. 2018 college football playoff final when Tua came in. Against Georgia. For Jalen Hurts and threw a touchdown in overtime to win. That was a great game. Uh, there was another really good national championship when um, – Sean Watson threw to Hunter Renfro. Yep, to be, just, to be I'm Bama. just remembering yep. now. Yeah, that's, yeah. Um, game yeah. seven of the 2016 NBA Finals with the chase down block. Um, 2016 College Basketball Championship, Chris Jenkins shot. Then the uh, 2017 Super Bowl, 28-3, to came back. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure there's multiple games I forgot to put on the list, so I apologize. You know, I'm going to go with the one you originally forgot, but uh, Clemson over Alabama. That was a good one. Hunter Renfro. Completely but. forgot about that. As time expired, too. Yep. yep. But two was against Georgia was right up that there, too. One. There was also – it wasn't a championship game, but the Georgia against Oklahoma um, in the Rose Bowl to beat yeah. Baker in overtime. That was a good one. Yeah. We've had a lot of good uh, playoff football games, college football games. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other – well – I guess I could have thrown the Purdue Virginia game in yep. on that. I mean, one. Virginia, great Virginia had great Couple games in the lead eight, yeah. final four, and championship. They should have lost all three of them, really easily. But, but they were a team of destiny. They found a way. Yeah. Other college football ones. There was a really good Rose Bowl that it, it wasn't for a playoff in a playoff or anything. It was that USC Penn State. Yep, that, that was, was a, a great one. one. Uh, but that wouldn't tell be. you what Rose Bowl was. It was Stanford and Iowa. I was a big fan of that. <laughs> I just had to bring that up because McCaffrey literally the yes. first play from um, line of scrimmage. I think touchdown. I've told this before. My uncle's a huge <laughs> Iowa. That's kind of why I brought this up. Football fan, and um, I think we were, I think it was Christmas. We were talking, and he goes, "Oh, I was gonna, 
I was going to smack this Stanford. This Stanford offense is very good. Have you, ever, have you watched Christian McCaffrey? He said, nah, I've heard about him, but I haven't really watched him. Well, was it first play of the game? Yeah, took he, an 80-yard. Yeah, he ran a little slant route. They gave him the ball, and touchdown. then he just, boom, gone. I think I texted him. Yeah, you've seen him now. He was he, – that was my most enjoyable season to watch a player because Purdue was garbage, and I would stay up and just watch <laughs> Stanford games the junior year. He was electric. It was kind of like Reggie Bush. Yeah, his senior year. It is a my absolute. dad would stay up and watch him. I remember that one against Fresno State. Dad told oh, me about right. the next day where he stops, stops goes behind the back with the football. And Reggie's reinstated now at uh, USC to get recognized yeah. after Woo-hoo. ten years. Woohoo! Yeah, give him the Heisman back too. You know? it is an absolute travesty. Christian McCaffrey did not win the Heisman. Yeah. Who won? It was Derrick Henry one year. I remember. Um, that was the year, wasn't it? Or. There were two years he was really good, but I think it was he was he was better his junior year than he was senior year or sophomore year. Maybe sophomore year, but senior sophomore year he got year. hurt a little bit. Did he even play senior year, or did he just go until he was a junior? No, I think you're right. I think you're right. I meant no, look at I meant sophomore year. His last yeah. year of college, he got hurt a few times. Yeah, I I remember. I think you were over at my but house. But even even I I I would have made a case years ago for Toby Gerhardt when he lost he to was uh, I think Mark Ingram won it that year. It's because those West Coast guys just don't get yeah. noticed. Christian finished second, 2015. Heisman okay. ninth in 2016. Okay. Trying to, yeah. Derrick Henry won. Um, a sophomore, Deshaun Watson finished third. Baker finished fourth. Uh, Keenan Reynolds, remember him, quarterback oh, at Navy, finished fifth. Forgot about him. Fournette sixth. Dalvin Cook seven. Ezekiel Elliott eight. Connor Cook finished ninth. Michigan State was good that year. 2015. He had a pretty good year. Trevon Boykin. Oh, uh, TCU? Yeah. I want to see what 2016 Lamar won 16. Uh, that's another thing. I used to be great at Heisman trivia in order, and now I'm just not very good. I'm trying to think. Uh, we're trying to see. Deshaun finished second, Baker third. D.D. Westbrook was fourth that Oklahoma. year. Oklahoma. I remember Big Ten Network was um, hyping up Jabril Peppers for it. Yeah, that he, whole time he finished fifth. They tried to give him the Charles Woodson yeah. treatment and play him all over yeah, the field to help his case. And he was a he was really good college sure, player. Sure, um, but he couldn't have been a Heisman guy. He's on the Giants now. Uh, Jake Browning play. finished sixth, forty three touchdowns, and then yeah. he came back the next year and wasn't near as good. Yeah, he wasn't as good because I think he was one of the playoff, favorites right? to be the. <clears throat> yeah, to be the. Dante Foreman, you remember him at Texas? He had over 2,000 yards rushing, third-round pick by Houston. Mm, yeah. He hasn't really done anything in the NFL, though. It'll be interesting, assuming we have a college football season this year, to see the who's the Heisman favorites in the preseason. Usually it's won by somebody that's not one of the favorites. Yeah, who would have thought Joe Burrow this year? Nobody. He wasn't on anyone's radar Except until like week five or they're six. They're already putting that uh, Spencer Rattler, Rattler. <laughs> Oh, Oklahoma. Okay. He's already one of the favorites. He hadn't even played a single yeah. snap of of college football, really, yeah. besides practice. I mean, you'll have your usual usual suspects: uh, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, uh, probably even Travis Etienne as well. I think he was my pick last year, Clemson running back. Chubba, Chub, Chubba Hubbard. He's gonna he, have to plays. put up a yeah. ton of stats because I don't see them being like a ten win team or anything. Oh, well, we don't know. Yeah, I have no idea. I mean, Oklahoma State's a good program, but they're usually eight Chubba one team Hubbard. or something. He had two thousand ninety four yards and twenty one touchdowns last year. He was a beast. Um, uh, you you USC has a quarterback that'll be up there too. I thought he transferred to their backup transfer. Wow. Oh. 
But Let's see. It'll be interesting to see what I'll, happens. Oh, that Slovis, Keaton mm-hmm. Slovis, he threw 30 touchdowns last year. I didn't realize that. The only freshman. But it'll be interesting. I mean, right now while while students and, and athletes are going back, or football players, I cannot talk tonight, football players are going back, it, it just depends on where you're at with the cases right now. I mean, right. LSU's had like 40. Clemson had 20-some. But then there's schools like Wisconsin-Iowa that have single digits out of hundreds of uh, athletes. That's the thing. No one so. knows. And, and, and here's what what I keep going back to. It's and, and, and really nobody knows or can prove it. If you can't get it again, then it's fine that Clemson's had one fourth of their team get it because they're building well in, antibodies. Right. Might as well get it now instead of week two. Have all, your whole offensive line get it a Thursday before the game, and then you're in trouble. That's the thing, though. No one knows. I know. I, know. I don't have a medical degree, but. I guess if they, after this, just keep testing those same players and they keep saying negative all the way through, that'll kind of maybe maybe tell you something. I don't know. But we'll see, man. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's every place is different. And I'm increasingly more nervous about football. I hadn't been nervous about football at all, but now that we're just a month away from camps opening and cases are still skyrocketing in some places, it's uh, making me a little nervous. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I don't like to. Th- I don't even like to think about that because I don't know how we'll keep continuing to do this podcast if there's no football. But we'll see. We c- I mean, we could start covering rugby, <laughs> cricket. <laughs> Gonna have to learn a new sport. Uh, you know, we probably need to do that just to broaden our uh, knowledge of the sporting uh, sporting world. Um, when I w- I went to Grace College for a year, and a kid started a rugby club. And they just go and beat the living snot out of each other uh, right out in front of my dorm. And I had a lot of fun watching them do that. Microwave some popcorn and just so many injuries. Um, I think a kid broke his leg. Um, I had that was really the only saving grace from that university that I uh, enjoyed uh, was that. But remember how I said uh, Bob Nightingale is not very, um, isn't very, uh, News or trust reliable reliable source. Uh, He has already gone back on his uh, initial statement. He said MLB Commissioner Rob Manfred has no plans to implement a season tonight or even tomorrow. The two sides still have to reach an agreement on labor and health issues, perhaps delaying Manfred's decision. Uh, The health issues are by far the most important um, aspect of this whole thing because they have closed all 30 major league spring training facilities for like a deep cleaning. It sounds like if we get a season and a spring training 2.0 happens, it will be at uh, each team's major league ballpark. So, And I think phase four in Illinois, at least part of phase four, I don't know if it's happened yet, uh, will allow 20%, 20% outdoor, outdoor and uh, restricted concession stands. So that would be about 8,000 um, at Wrigley. And uh, White Sox will see their attendance go up. <laughs> uh, speaking of baseball real quick, I'm gonna go, I just found this <coughs> list. Um, on CBSSports.com, Matt Snyder, he's a writer, he ranked every baseball stadium. In his extremely biased opinion is how he even worded it on mm-hmm. Twitter. So I, I know who was last. I know who was first. Cubs are first, Giants second, Padres third. 
I've heard that's gorgeous. Pirates fourth. That Red, is gorgeous. Red Sox fifth. That is also Orioles really sixth. Nice. Never been there. Astros seventh. Rangers eighth. Tigers ninth. Twins tenth. Royals eleventh. Braves twelfth. Dodgers thirteenth. Yankees fourteenth. Rockies fifteenth. I've been to both of those. Uh, National sixteenth. Mets seventeenth. That's they've really made it up because uh, Shave Stadium. Shea like would have been like thirty eighth out of thirty. Phillies 18th, Mariners 19th, Reds 20th, been there. Indians 21st, Brewers 22nd, Cardinals 23rd, White Sox 24th, Angels 25th, Marlins 26th, Diamondbacks 27th, Blue Jays 28th, Rays 29th, and A's 30th. Yeah, he said it was an extremely biased list, and I think he's a Cubs fan. Um, I've never heard of the guy. <laughs> but um, Just give him credit for his article. I think, was Seattle like 20th? I wonder if he's been to I all just read them and I can't remember. Um, Safeco Field's really nice. It's not called Safeco anymore. I think it's actually T-Mobile Park. Um, that's a nice one. I've uh, been to Pittsburgh. It's gorgeous. That was his fourth. I've took a tour of Fenway. It's really awesome. Um, I think Bush Stadium's really nice as well. That was just 23rd. So. I'm jumping all over the place, but I keep finding interesting articles to talk here. about here. This We were just talking about college football. And this guy uh, ranks all college quarterbacks on tiers. Um, there's only two college quarterbacks in tier one. Trevor Lawrence and Justin Fields. No Brandon Peters? Him. No. <laughs> Brandon Peters, uh, oh, that's Illinois quarterback. I was thinking he still played for Michigan. I was like, he's done. But that was that was um kid from uh, Shea Patterson. Yeah. Uh, tier two, you do have a Big Ten quarterback on here, Tanner Morgan, Minnesota. It'll be interesting because he lost Tyler Johnson, but he still has he has uh, a Bateman still. Bateman, yes, Rashad Bateman. Sam Ellinger from Texas, hmm. Brock Purdy, uh, Iowa State, De'Aaron King, Miami, the U. Oh, from he transferred from Houston. Brady White, Memphis, <clears throat> that's great. Purdue plays in week two, that's just fantastic. Uh, Kendon Slovis, USC, Sam Howell, North Carolina. He was a freshman last year. Uh, Shane Buschelli, I believe is how you say his Buschel. last name. Buschel. His dad played for the Cubs. Oh, that's just great. He, SMU. He he was the one. He started for Texas as a freshman and beat Notre Dame. He's still in college? Yeah. Jeez. Transferred. Seems like he, wow. And that was 2006. That was just four years ago, and he was a freshman then. So So he's a fifth-year. Redshirt senior. Kyle Trask, Florida. Jamie Newman, Georgia. Transfer Mike Forrest. Then Tier 3. Ian Book, kind of surprised he wasn't on Tier 2. Book it! Oh, geez. Don't associate that with Ian Book this year. Or do. Or he could. Yeah. could yeah. yeah. You also got Charlie Brewer of Baylor. Chuck. Uh, Michael Cunningham of Louisville. Kellen Mund, Texas A&M. Jaden Daniels, Arizona State. Dylan Gabriel, UCF. Zach Thomas, Appalachian State. K.J. Costello, Mississippi State, formerly of Stanford. Stanford, Drew Plitt of Ball State. (laughs) How do you spell his name? Drew Plitt. Yeah. P-L-I-T-T. That's it. Mm -hmm. Sean uh, Clifford, Penn State. Jack Cohn, Wisconsin. Chris Robinson, FAU. Anthony Russo, Temple. Skylar Thompson, Kansas State. And Shea Wirtz, Georgia Southern. Drew Plitt, last year as a junior, threw for 2,918 yards, 24 touchdowns, and seven interceptions. There is. I'm not going to go over all these lists. I only went five and seven. He does have tier four here. I'll just name you the top tier four. It's Bo Nix, 
Auburn. Oh, yeah. Uh, tier five, Adrian Martinez is number two on tier five. Thanks. Brandon Peters, number eight on tier five. Brandon Pe- oh, actually, yeah. <laughs> Illinois quarterback. <laughs> and that Why song, that he, sound familiar? He only did five tiers. So Even after I just named him, didn't I? I did. Just yes, yes, you did. I already forgot. So, yeah, interesting little little list there. I'm a much bigger fan of those tiered lists than I am draft grades. I, I kind of figured you might be. <laughs> so I got a little golf talk here to go over real quick. Uh, we had the uh, RBC Heritage. At, what does um, RBC stand for? It's a company. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so you're going to Google it. Uh, it was down at the uh, in the Carolinas. Uh, Webb Simpson won. Uh, he went nuclear yesterday. I think he birdied five of his last seven holes or six of his last seven. He is, to me, the Phil Rivers of the PGA Tour. Solid, probably doesn't get enough recognition. Has tons of kids. It's kind of goofy. Webb Simpson's probably knocking on the door of a Hall of Fame career. He's won the players. He's won the uh, U.S. Open one year. He has, I think, nine career wins, nine or ten. He's been on a couple Ryder Cup teams. So uh, he's not one of my favorite guys, but because I kind of find him boring, but Hey, the guy's a solid player. So, this week's a Travelers Championship. Once again, a lot of big names in this one, and we all know who J Man's going to pick. Royal Bank of Canada was RBC. Oh, all right. Um, we know who J Man's going to pick, but the power rankings, the top fifteen according to PGATour.com. We got JT Poston, Not number right. fifteen. Sun J M, fourteen. Mark Leishman, thirteen. Joaquin Neenum. 12th, he played really well this past week. Paul Casey, 11th. Abraham Answer, he played really well. 10th, Bubba Watson, 9th. John Rahm, 8th. Webb Simpson, who just won 7th. Brooks Kepka, 6th, who, cool story about Brooks, his uh, brother Chase Kepka qualified for the Travelers this week, actually today, so his brother will be in the field with him as well. Roy McIlroy, 5th. This will be the J-Man's Bucket Prediction of the Week. Give me Roy, as always. It says off to a slow start, a th- slow restart despite six red numbers in eight rounds, but he has two top 20s and as many appearances with a scoring average of 67.88 at TPC River Highlands. J-Man's Book of Prediction of the Week is brought to you by Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent Travis Watching For life, home, auto, renters, business, workers, comp, and farm, contact Trav at 219-869-4561. His email is travis.watchring at infb.com. He's back in the office. Back at it. So give him a call today. Patrick Cantley's fourth, Justin Rose third, Mr. Muscle Man himself, Bryson DeChambeau second, and Justin Thomas first. Justin Thomas was tied for 101st after Thursday, and at one point yesterday he was tied for the lead. Wow. That's how you make a comeback in a few days during a golf tournament. Where did Rory end up? I saw a real bad shot and an expletive. Uh, let's he, see. Uh, yeah. He did make the cut. Uh, let's see where he ended All that up. matters. Got paid either way. Yep. My guy Ricky Fowler did not make the cut for the second week in a row, and he's taking this week off, which I think is a smart decision. Um, it would really help if I can find – oh, there we go. Uh, let's see where Rory finished. Finished tied for forty first. He found it a lot quicker than me. All you have to do is Google his name, and you. I was on the PJ Tour uh, website, so I was trying to finish eleven under, but it was tied for forty first. He always struggles one or two rounds. It seems like per weekend. He was only one under yesterday, so that kind of hurt him. 
He's 11 shots back. Yeah, I knew he was uh, made his way in the top 10 early yesterday, but I knew I knew it was going to be an interesting round when a lot of the guys going out early yesterday were going low. I'm like, okay, then the leader just got to rip this up by the time it's... I was going to say, those guys ripped that course yeah. to shreds. Yep. And it was rain delayed for a while, so it got some prime time television time last night, which it was the longest day of the year yesterday, so it's a good day for it, I guess. I was going to say, it's already dark, and it's only 7 o'clock. <laughs> so it's not already dark. Uh, it looks like it's, it's not even close to being dark. I know it. Ignoramus. But I think we're about to get a storm, actually. Hope it doesn't oh, knock out power. Maybe that's why uh, it's dark. Um, yeah, that's all I really got for golf. I mean, it's – oh, and I guess one thing I did forget. The uh, PJ Tour did have their first player test positive for the coronavirus, Nick Watney, on Friday. He was starting out to feel well late Thursday with some congestion and wanted to get himself tested Friday morning for the sake of not only him but the other players in the field and came back positive. And so he is now quarantined at Hilton Head for 14 days. So. It was really only a matter of time. Sure, before, absolutely. Uh, it was going to happen eventually, I mean, but says he's feeling fine. Yeah, so that's good. Uh, they uh, handled it about, in my opinion, as well as you could have. They got out right, on it right away. The PR, everything. So, I mean, we've heard just from this week a bunch of <clears throat> baseball employees and players have tested positive. A bunch mm-hmm. of college football players have. It's it going to happen. Still, it you can't. Yeah. You, yep. And honestly. It, it's surprising it took them this long to have a positive test. Now they could have been positive for a while, and they're just now releasing them. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it's just a matter of time. Um, hopefully, we get an end to this sometime. I thought we'd be a much closer to an end than we are now. But yeah, back in March when it started, I thought we'd be a lot further along, and on June twenty second than we are. But can't predict That's these the things. The thing about these unknown stuff because i sure would love uh for fans and people to start attending events again it makes for much more entertaining tv a little and to talk about yes. speaking of novak uh djokovic i just saw this on tmz sports novak djokovic slammed for shirtless party days before positive covid tests oh not good nope i didn't know he tested positive i, I guess well i didn't either I'm going to Google it real quick. We are all over the map on this show. Let's come get this way, bro. Um, I don't know. Huh. Players test positive for coronavirus. So different tennis players. Yes. Okay. So not necessarily um, him. Tennis event organized by Novak Djokovic hmm. under fire as players test positive for gotcha. the coronavirus. Gotcha. Yeah. We got about nine minutes left. You got a list? Anything you want to... Want to pull from? Um, I could list my most hated MLB players. I have 20 of them. Sure. I'll start with number 20. How about that? Pedro Martinez. He'd be about number one for me, or at least top my top five. He's so. a little punk. Plays bean ball. Um, Yankees are his daddy. Yeah, they are. I've seen him. If you ever see video of him getting in fights back in the 90s, it's He so threw a seven-year-old fun. man down on his head. Yeah, he's a bad dude. Even though Don Zimmer might have deserved it. But. Number 19, Madison Bumgarner. He's kind of a old school. You just wish you could chug beer like him. I can't chug beer like him. I, I can even, I could be in a rodeo like him too. Do, do, do you remember he had like an alias and he won like a rodeo event? And the Diamondbacks were uh, not too happy about it because it was this offseason. Then he signed with Diamondbacks. Do you remember that? 
I will. Yeah, yeah, because you just mentioned yes. that earlier on the episode. And he, I he's always yelling at people, um, running the bases. Number eighteen, Brandon Phillips. Hate him. Uh, Seventeen, Todd Frazier. Didn't like him. The Todd Father. Um, the second Todd Father. Todd Helton's original. Sixteen, Jose Reyes. Hated him. Yeah, he's, he's not a good beater. human being. Uh, just terrible guy. Number fifteen, Jordano Ventura. He has passed away since, uh, but I hated him when he played. I mean, he would throw at guys and yell at guys for no reason. 14, Carlos Gomez. Hated him when he was with the Brewers. Always getting in fights. Hate's a strong word. Thir- I hate. <laughs> 13, Lance Berkman. Hated him. He was a cub killer. He was uh, a Yankee for like half a season. And he was with the Cardinals, which yep. made it even worse. Number 12, Mark McGuire. I, ma- I made this list before the uh, documentary last week. Um, number 11, Garrett Cole. Pirates. Okay. Um I don't hate him since. <laughs> well, actually, this next one, entire Astros roster from the previous three seasons. I guess he's on that one, too. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, uh, that's fair. Number nine, Manny Machado. I'm not a Manny Machado can't fan. Can't stand him. I can't either. Number eight, Yasiel Puig. Yep. I don't like him either. I wish him and uh, old Baumgartner would duke it out. Number seven, Colton Wong. I thought he'd be top five luck. Nah. Can't stand him, but uh, <laughs> these other guys I just hate a lot more. I know one of them coming up, but. Number six, Alex Rodriguez. Okay. It's very serious that he and his girl, J-Lo, are they married? I don't think they're No, married, they're not. Are putting up money to potentially buy the Mets. Mm-hmm. I guess it's a very serious thing. Uh, number five, Roger Clemens. I hated the Rockets. Uh, Rocket. He uh, was the definition of roid rage. Number four, this guy's actually grown on me, so don't hate me, Andrew. Trevor Bauer. He's, He's annoying. Just, yeah, I uh, still don't like him, but he has grown on me the past couple weeks. Number three, A.J. Pierzynski. Okay, you're number two guys who I was thinking, yeah. A.J. Pierzynski. Um, and Michael Bear got the best of him. Yes, he did. Uh, I couldn't stand A.J. Number two, Yadier Molina. That's, that's yep. Um, he will be a Hall of Famer one day, and I will go to my grave saying he is the worst Hall of Famer ever inducted. Number one, Ryan Braun. Yeah. Saw you yell at the TV the other night when he was playing for the U against Nebraska. Yes, we watched a game. It was, yeah, Miami against Nebraska. Ryan Braun, John Jay against Brian Dunsing. Yeah, Um, and you knew all three of them. It was really... Before we even... It was on commercial when I said it, and I was impressed with myself. But Ryan Braun, ah, just the worst guy ever. One thing I forgot to mention, the Belmont Stakes were held this week. Instead of, you know, it's usually the Kentucky Derby's the first of the triple, triple, three triple crown horse races. Can you tell me who won the Belmont Stakes? I saw it, but I don't remember the name. Tis the law. Tis, yep, that's it. So watch. Was, was he a favorite Island? or? <clears throat> I don't know. Don't know. But you ready for the birdie bogey? Not really. I remember the question, but I didn't think about it once during the show. Who was the last MLB pitcher to throw no hitter? <sighs> Max Scherzer. Good guess, but no. How about Verlander? When did he do it? September 1st. I remember remember Max Scherzer was bunting during batting practice, and it broke his nose. For some reason, I was thinking he threw a no-hitter the next start, but I think he just struck out a million. Man. That was a tough Bogey. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> I, I don't remember no-hitters. I don't like remember that. the last time you got a birdie. No. It's been a while. I was on a pretty good roll there yeah. for a while. The Jordan ones, I would yeah. get right. But, uh, the baseball I'm even ones. trying to give you baseball ones. Well, 
help you out. This baseball one was a little different than the one before sure. where I should have gotten and I Chipper and, still yep. kicking myself three mm. to uh, weeks to a month yep. later. Yep. Uh, Wrap us up, J-Man. Thanks for watching in the Tan and J-Man show live on the ISC Sports Network. I'd like to thank our sponsors. Noble Gnome LLC, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance Agent, Travis Watchering, Performer Print House, and The Damn Landing. Uh, we did an interview with uh, 2020 Rochester High School grad and football player who's going to play football at Olivet Nazarene uh, next year, uh, Isaiah Jackson. That is up on our YouTube page. It's our first YouTube video we have put up in over a year. Um, we can also listen to it yes, wherever you listen to our podcast on uh, apple podcast tune radio spotify google podcast iHeartRadio, stitcher wherever stitcher. you get your podcast uh, audio boom yep um, so go check it out it was a really uh really good interview learned a lot about Very him right comic kid uh, real smart a lot smarter than both of us that's uh, not hard to do so uh, anyway have a great rest of the week and we will be back at it same bat time same bat channel hopefully we have more to talk about next week Yes. <laughs> stay safe, stay healthy, stay sane, everybody.